Ro. Hi, Jane. How are you? I'm lubed, lubed, <laughs> not lubed up, loosened up. <laughs> so that's a whole different kind that's of podcast. That's a whole different, we're not lubed up, neither of us are, have lube. No. Nope. Um, I'm loosened up because we've been talking for the last hour. Yeah, bit of shy talk. Yep, we were shy talking for ages. What's shy talk, I hear you ask? <laughs> You know what it is. Shy Talk is our new little mini series, um, State of Us Shy Talk, where mm-hmm. we talk about more personal stuff, shoot the breeze, talk about our days, talk about our weeks, talk about things that we care about, as opposed to this, the main series where we kind of pick a topic and delve into it. It's a lot of fun. It's quite, um, I think it's really good because it loosens us up for the main episode. I think it totally does. I feel totally loose goosey. We were talking about me turning 30, nostalgia gigs. Houses. houses buying rent. a house buying a house I think it's everyone's favourite thing to talk about and also like worst thing to talk about you know 100% I mean? it's literally like a love-hate relationship with yeah, talking about we're mortgages. talking about pensions I'm like oh like someone's like I'm buying a house and I'm like oh stop talking but keep talking yeah, tell me, yeah. tell me all the how details. did you do it how'd you do it oh that's a gritty it makes me feel like oh and I'm like Ooh. I don't even want a fucking house I just don't want to get kicked out of my rental property and then, I just, I don't, and then after the conversation I'm like yeah I don't want a house yeah I don't fucking want a house good because you don't get one anyway <laughs> Good, you're not get one. Um, yeah, so Shy Talk. So you can uh, listen to Shy Talk by coming a patron at www.patreon.com forward slash the state of us for five euro fifty a month. Five, is it five euro fifty? Yeah, I think it's like six dollars or five fifty. Oh, yeah, six dollars. Um, That's as I said before, the price of a pint for each of us to share, or if you bought me and Ro a Coke. That's what a Coke cost. Two Cokes cost five fifty. Not even. Ah, they probably would. To be fair, in some cases uh, in the nowadays. Pub, actually, in the pub. <laughs> um, but we, yeah, you'll get two extra episodes a month, so we put them out on our like off weeks from the main channel. So uh, yeah, if you're interested, we'd really appreciate it. Yeah, you also get like um, access to like tickets to live podcasts early. Segway. Segway. We have a live show coming up. So excited. <laughs> 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 see you're hyper now we're hyper where's our live show Rob? um it's on in gertrude on pier street it is a it's run by or owned by the people who set up 3fe yeah. uh, a lot of gertrude employees were at our last live show and they yeah, were yeah. yeah they yeah so we're chatting to them and yeah we're gonna have in gertrude it's a really cool space you'll have seen on our instagram we posted a bit about it but they do lovely wine i was there for dinner a few weeks ago it was delish um they're gonna be doing like a little special nibble menu yeah because it's on a wednesday so yeah. we're aware that it's like after work and you're not going to be like sculling the pints well i mean you can if you want of course you but can. um it's just a real nice spot because you can go and get a little bit of grub and like they do really nice stuff and mm-hmm. uh they have like wine on tap Prosecco and shit You get a coffee Even if you want I'm I lo- definitely going to be Having a few glasses of wine I love the on tap Like I just like Even though it's like Okay it's just The wine is literally on tap But just like wine on tap I know on it's, tap. Like it's like It's never ending Or something but it's, it's just a nice It makes me feel warm It's and just fuzzy. wine like. um, But it's, yeah, it's a Wednesday But yeah Definitely come The last Yeah we haven't done one Midweek before But I think midweek Is good for this kind of thing Because I feel like It's a lovely thing to do Midweek You, yeah. you meet up after work You have some food Some wine You're, You'll be out the Bring door Bring your pals Yeah it'll be over By half nine ten So you're home in bed By your eleven o'clock Cut off Yeah and, and if anyone has been to our last shows know that it's great crack it's great crack I'm excited about it so he paid 10 euro for that and 6 euro for your patron 16 euro to really support your local independence <laughs> your local independent podcast local independent podcast thank you um, much appreciated but yeah. we won't we'll stop going at you now but you can get tickets on Eventbrite they're almost gone 
Yeah. A few left. Yeah. They're... And there's a good few left, to be fair. <laughs> there's a good few left, but not a lot, like. No. We're over halfway sold out. We're over halfway way. sold out. Um, but yeah, so thank you so much for supporting our passion project. Aha. Uh-huh. I'm Queen of Segways Jane today. Segway, motherfucking Casey. So today we're talking about... Yeah, we're talking about passion projects. Or Rose's favourite phrase, side hustles. My least favourite phrase, phrase ever. Jane, today on Instagram, kept using the word side hustle. And I actually was like, you know what, Jane... I'm not going to continue with the side hustle we're doing, which is a podcast, because I hate you so much for using side hustle, I've Gary been, Vaynerchuk. Yeah, I've been too. I've been like following Gary V on oh. LinkedIn, and I hate him, but I see all his content and I agree with him. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, but I'm like, but I hate you. But you know what I hate? Never stop hustling, like hustling. And I'm like, hustle, hustle. I'm like, what is hustling? Like, is it just like working really hard it's and like making it till you make it? Hustle, 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 hustle. hustle. I imagine just people like. Just doing bits all day long. Bits, bits, bits. Emails, no, phone hustling calls. to me is like um, making do with what you got. Oh. And like being a bit savvy and like trying to just make your way through and grow. I'm imagining like much. get up at 4 a.m. So you have more hours in the day. Hustle, hustle, hustle. No, I don't see it. As okay. As, no. Anyway, side hustle, the side job, the passion project. Let's call it the passion project for the purpose of this episode. Let's call it the passion project. Lest I, lest I jump out my own window. Um, well, yeah, it's an interesting topic because it's what this is. Yeah, well, I guess we had a little chat and we just realized that we never actually talked really about why we started doing this and like what kind of goes into it behind the scenes. And then it got us thinking about other people who might be doing something outside their normal jobs and, um, you know, are struggling with it. And yeah, uh, and and yeah, I guess also the people who want to do something but can't find the time to do it or don't have don't like confidence to do it or yeah. don't know what it is. Yeah. Um. So I just think it's, yeah, it's a good thing to talk about it because I think we're a good example of... Two side, hustlers. Two side hustlers. Two you know I mean? fucking side hustlers just hustling through life. No, I think we're a good example of, of uh, fucking finding time to do something, um, even though it's hard sometimes. Yeah, we both started this because, uh, yeah, I guess anyone, the reason anyone starts a, a passion project is uh, fulfillment reasons, re- really, like you're you're looking for yeah. something else. Um yeah. Something that's yours. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's. I think a lot of people don't have something that's yours. Like I know, like me and you, we both work in jobs working for other people. Yeah. It's, it's nice always. to have something that you just have complete creative control over. And yeah. how nice that is then to see it kind of flourish. And like, I, I really can't express enough. Sometimes I kind of, this is so cringy, but like <laughs> pinch myself done. a little bit figuratively because I'm like, I can't believe people actually listen to this and that this is something that yeah. people like because like me and Ro literally just started it like a, over a year ago now mm. and like I really didn't expect anyone to listen know, to it it's, it's so it's, bizarre it's bizarre it's one of those really weird things that like and I get annoyed at myself when I'm like just casually like even at our live shows I think it's really hard not to look at what like what you've achieved I think we've talked about that yeah, before yeah. and I was like you know after high live show that went great that went great and then you go back to your work and blah 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 and it was go 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 again and like take a second to be like Jesus Christ we did like it's deadly cause like a hundred people came to see us listen to chat. people who we don't know because know. they like what we have to say or they relate to something we said or they feel connected to us in some way I think that's the most amazing thing ever it's amazing it is like what the fuck and also the thing is like okay we the, uh, how we got started is that we both felt a need to do something else that, that as Jane said, was ours. And it was literally as, you just just do it, like, just do it. Well, yeah, I think we both kind of had the idea for something and then somehow it came up about doing a podcast. I think I said I wanted to do a podcast and you were like, I also want to do a podcast. And then why don't we do a podcast together? 
Yeah, like and I don't know if I would have done it alone or it would have taken me a lot longer. I don't know what I would have done. I actually had the idea that I was going to do it alone. Yeah. I yeah, remember I wanted to interview, just find interesting subjects and inter- interview them for a podcast. Yeah. So it's funny how this passion project turned out to be completely different. Um, But yeah, but then we, then we were like, let's just see what happens. And then this, I think this was a complete accident. We didn't, I don't think we expected, like we've definitely found our voice now. I don't think we expected it to be this it to be this but that's the thing i think about passion projects that i would say to anyone starting out something and this is probably maybe just more relevant to creative things like if you're making a video series podcast show art whatever um i think but i think it's going to be so different than what you expected to be yeah like that allow room for growth like let yourself evolve because like i don't think we thought it would be this at all i thought i don't know what we thought when we were first yeah i don't know what it was we thought it would be I do remember we did a few like test um, recordings where we just, yeah. it was us commentating on like pop culture things. Yeah, I forgot that's what it was we played, the beginning. Like, we, were, we were playing, I remember playing like Katy Perry's new video and like Taylor Swift's new video. And Hold on and a second, what? We put it on YouTube and just, I think we just wanted to like see how we sounded together. Like, oh my gas. God, I forgot that. We Talking. literally put on a music video and just were commentating on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Gas. Now that would be a good L Patreon episode, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but that's so funny. We just knew want to do something. So we just tried out things. Yeah. We yeah. just tried out things. And then how we came to this. God, actually, I'm really having a moment now where I'm looking back. I'm like, God, we really did put work in and come really far. Because remember those early days and like the amount of things we recorded without even doing anything with them? Yeah. And that was important because I think we could have just gone out and been like, gosh, we'll do a podcast. But I think we did, to be fair to us. Did put the tra- the time in beforehand. Yeah, we did. To be like, what do we want to do here? And we did practice a few times. And we didn't just put out an episode that we weren't happy with. It was just like... Because we didn't... Because we didn't know what it was going to be. But we also obviously had an inkling that it could be something cool. And we didn't want to just put out shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Me and Ro, in the beginning, we used to... Uh, we used to do like shared Google Docs where we put in like notes and structures for episodes. Oh, yeah. And um, we used to... Yeah, we used to be really formal about it, like spreadsheets and all sorts. And it's now, funny how we've gone the opposite way now. Like it hasn't gone start casual, become more official. No. It went start official and become like so casual that we, like we don't have it. Like we're literally sitting here with nothing. Now I do have some notes for this one because I asked Dave some questions about this that I'm going to relay in a while. But we don't even like me and Jane just picked this topic a few days ago and we're just like what we talk about and then we like we're chatting about this but it's literally over whatsapp audio and then we sit down and talk about it yeah it's funny because it's literally just stuff we talk about like as friends yeah and then it's just kind of so it's funny how it's evolved to that it's mad it's mad so that's a nice bit of advice let yourself see where it goes don't don't get in your head like I want to write a blog and then you come put loads of crazy ideas, cool things for like different content or different channels you want to use yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And look, okay, I'm using internet as an example because that's what digital we can, native. Yeah. But uh, let yourself grow, like let yourself grow. Or like if you're only into photography and you want to create a photography show, why don't you, you do something cool with video and, and, you know, like let yourself, don't limit, do you know what I mean? Don't limit I know yourself. exactly what you mean. You're basically saying like, don't let, don't, be too focused on one thing because it could have all other things and let that happen. Let yourself grow organically. Yeah. Grow with your passion project. Yeah, yeah. Um. So I did, I was, me and Dave having dinner tonight and he is a real passion projector. Like he had um 
I don't know if you remember that Jane. You had Cock and Bull years ago, which is like that YouTube I do channel. I remember. Where he interviewed just cool bands and cool locations and videos. And now he has this whole, whole thing, The People We Meet, which is a video series about people who are talking about their passions. And it's gorge. It's fab. Check it out. The People We Meet on it actually, Facebook. They actually are the, the most inspiring videos. Inspiring. If I ever need to pick me up, I go and watch them. If you are sitting there and you're wondering, should you start whatever you're passionate, watch his videos because these people are all people who've literally just done what they wanted to done do. Done something from nothing. Yeah. So anyway, so I was like, he's a good man because he's always been he's a good man he's a good man to ask because he's always been an entrepreneur and just not but never been afraid to go and do something he wants to start a podcast now, actually but anyway so I was asking him what would be your tips like what would you say like you've learned and he was saying the one thing that like he said was like it'll be very different it's going to be so different that way when you first imagine it to be because as you change as a person whatever you're creating or doing whatever job you want is going to change massively as well which I was like yeah of course it will because like what you want to do at 25 is going to be very different to what what it is at 35 um and he said that like but the one thing he said create the actual stuff that you want of course again we're relating this to like creative stuff like and the internet probably but you know there's all other passion projects that could be like a job or it could be a job it could be fundraising it could be whatever charity work volunteering whatever so but like me like me and jane made this podcast because we would like to listen to this podcast yeah you know what i mean like we make if it's something if if you're making something make it something that you actually want like not because other people and we'll talk about our own passion project failure soon but that's what I did before and I was like this isn't me yeah because you're just trying to be cool this is yeah it has to be you have something you're interested in um yeah and the, another one which is funny for us is like get over people seeing it like there is that fear like there's always gonna be this major fear and I think like when we first put out what this episode like you have to just get over it, people oh, hearing your voice panic stations when we first put it actually when, <laughs> nice little tidbit when we first put it out I think I scheduled it wrong or something. Oh, it just and, went out. And it just went out like two days early. I remember. <laughs> and we did like an Instagram story. We're like, hello. Uh, how did we get Instagram followers? <laughs> That's what people don't talk about. That's a side of things that people don't talk about when it comes to making podcast videos, blogs, new Instagram accounts, whatever, the f- a meme account, whatever the fuck it is. You put all this thought in, all this planning in, and then you have to get people to literally watch it, follow it. And there's a lot of fucking noise out there. And growing, there's a lot of growing. work in that a lot of work actually that's another thing we'll talk about later with the podcast I think more work comes out of manning our Instagram than actually making the podcast probably replying to people engaging with people because I well look that's such a lovely thing about it too is that we can actually communicate with people who listen to the podcast and we love getting messages but sometimes you'll come home from work in the evening and you'll be home at like 7 o'clock or you've gone to the gym or something you're home at like 8 o'clock and then fo- your phone starts blowing up and usually me and Ro kind of like informally take shifts like oh, I'll take it tonight or whatever just I'll because I'll be the baby tonight Jane well just so we don't like oh, yeah. double we, we've been caught out a few times where we both reply to a message at the same so time so many times because we both have access to the account but it can be quite stressful then when you're sitting there and like look don't get me wrong I'm so into it and it's lovely but then you're sitting there and then for three hours you're responding mm-hmm. liking people's comments and everything just to kind of engage people it's hard work. There's it's a fucking other, hard work. Yeah, yeah. There's a whole other side to it. People are like, now I think we were both quite well versed in the whole thing because we work in digital marketing. But I know there's people who are like, I've made this video and I'm going to put it out. And then they're like watching the views crawl up like a snail. And you're like, yeah, yeah. No, like it's not like that's the whole other part of the job to get stuff out there. But we're probably talking very specifically about Internet things. Yeah. Um, have you ever had. Oh, do you want to read out the message that your friend sent? Yeah. Because that was nice. I like that. Lovely, lovely Maeve. Hello, Maeve. Mentioned now on two podcasts. Oh, yeah. We mentioned Um, her last time. Maeve, Jesus. Yeah. She's now, to be fair, I think I put something up on the Instagram the other day and then she comes into my room and was like, coming out for a smoke shake. Into your room? 
I'm in a different room oh. to her. <laughs> to my bedroom. <laughs> I was like, is this a room work, and work? Work wife gone so mad. She comes, comes in the room and she was like, I just saw the thing you put up on Instagram and literally everything you talk about on Shy Talk is exactly what we talk about when we're having a smoke out the back. That's like, that's the, it's true because that's exactly it. That's what Shy Talk is. That's and you know, what I loved, yeah. And can you know what I actually say, Jane, before you went to that message is that's funny because that I think you'll never be embarrassed of what you're creating if it's authentic and as, <gasps> as soppy as that sounds but I can genuinely yeah. I know 110% that me and Jane are literally just ourselves as we're chatting here yeah. and same with the Shy Talk episode same with here so I'm not embarrassed about putting this out because anyone who listens to it that know me is just like it's just like everything you're saying is like exactly like if you were standing in your kitchen with yeah. you I will talk about that in a little while like I made YouTube videos and stuff and there were some YouTube videos I made that like I was mortified about because it wasn't actually me but if you're just being you you can't be embarrassed about it like you, it's way easier to put things out there you can't be embarrassed about it but it does bring a whole new level of like vulnerability it does yeah. it really yeah. does and also like um, when you're giving a lot of yourself to people like I think I mentioned this before, like, you know, starting a new job and some people listen to the podcast and I felt yeah. a bit like, oh, this is weird. Um, not a bad weird, just a strange, like, how do you navigate that? Um, but yeah, if you're putting something out, if you if it's if whatever you're doing is putting yourself in the forefront and then people start to engage with it, you have to kind of have a little awareness around that as well and like the way I get over that is if I'm thinking, oh God, this person work or this person, whatever, I know they listen to the podcast and sometimes I'm talking to them and I'm like, are they thinking about the time I told everyone I broke the dick on when I was 17? Um, but the thing is, they're not because they've listened to your podcast, they've listened to what you said and then they're moving on with their own life and their own head. They're not thinking about you. You know what I mean? I guess, yeah, I completely get what you're saying. I guess you have to be careful with how much of yourself you put out there, probably for your own head. Oh, yeah, I know that, you yeah, know? for sure. But I just think that also, if you're like, I have moments of just like, you know, oh my God, what are they thinking? You know, are they thinking about the stuff I said in the podcast? And I'm like, they're not. Like, they've listened to it, they're gone. Like, I'm not yeah, thinking yeah. about anything. Oh, I no, yeah. I, no I don't, I'm not even worried about that kind of stuff. It's more that, um, like, yes, we are completely authentic on the podcast, but it's still only one side of us. So yeah, people assuming that they know who you are like what who you are exactly all sides, yeah. Yeah. yeah anyway that, that's, that's more of a tangent but anyway will I, will I read the question yeah. for me I've just eaten a chocolate mousse and I feel a bit sick it looks quite nice can I dip my finger in it go for it it's a it's a like a protein one from Aldi lads Aldi have a great selection of health foods I do have to say oh that's quite nice that's like Alpro it's a very high protein-y thing oh you can taste the protein after can you protein aftertaste it's not like I don't think it's actually like protein protein yet. has that such a taste I know. like the, the fill bar taste yeah, I know. What is what is it? Also, gas by protein. I uh, bought protein powder and oh, yeah, I got I chocolate it. one, right? And <sighs> like I've seen so many feckin' Instagrams, Rawls Purcell this and that and putting like delicious pro- chocolate protein powder in porridge and stuff and they make it look so delicious and they're talking about how it tastes like Reese's peanut butter cups or whatever shite. And I put it in my porridge. And I was like, this is disgusting. Yeah. It tastes like protein powder. Yeah. And obviously I, have, I, I need to look up an actual recipe. I thought like you literally scoop chocolate protein powder. Everything tastes amazing. It tastes like fucking chocolate favorite protein powder. Yeah, it's manky. I did as well. I just make the milkshakes. Milkshakes are grand with almond milk. With just the powder and the almond milk. Just powder and the almond milk. Yeah. Shake it up. It's grand. Yeah. Um. Anyway. Okay, here we go. So we asked on Instagram, do you have a passion project slash side hustle that you're dying to get started but can't find the time? And then this says just a message message in working in marketing and events with my side hustle Rose favourite 
I'm working in marketing and events with my side hustle being part-time studies in counseling and psychotherapy. Deadly. Very, very deadly, but also like completely different and how industries. How the fuck should you find time for that? Yeah. Um, it's hard to make room for a passion project, but so worth it if you can. My passion project is the thing I most value at the moment across my passion project is the thing I most value at that moment across all areas of my life. So I think she means she values like her, it most right now. Like, yeah, yeah. 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 So yeah. that could change. Um, and then another interesting question. She said, have you, I have either of you had any failed passion projects? It's easy for us as listeners to look at you two and wonder how you manage it all full-time work and a passion project. That's very successful and think how we must be such under, Jesus, Maeve, commas would do. Come no, on, Maeve. No, it's, I think it's just me. <laughs> um, it's easy for us as listeners to look at you and wonder how you manage it all. Full-time work, a passion project that's very successful. And we think how we must be such underachievers in comparison. We all forget that failures come before success and it's the people that keep going after the first hurdle falls. Or at least I hope you've had some failed passion projects or this <laughs> message is utter shite. Very, very good question. Like, very I really like how she thought of that. Yeah, very good. Like, we're here to talk about... Very good counsellor and psychotherapist. I would say she's an excellent counsellor and psychotherapist. I'm going to go to her. Keep going, Maeve. Um, keep going to your side hustle, Maeve. You got this. I just think that it's like, it was a really interesting way to think about it. I hadn't thought about that. Yeah. That's why we get you guys to help us with our content. Yeah, lovely. Um, Yeah, I have had failed ones. Go on, tell us. But you know what? To be honest, I had But were they failures? No, and I hadn't thought about them as failures until I literally was like, what have I... What did I... Yeah. Um, I had a very, very cringy fashion blog. Now, I wasn't in the pictures, but I was like organizing some fashion shoots and we, oh God, I just remember it now, but it had no structure. You know, it was a Tumblr. No, it was terrible. I was like trying, you know, the problem with that blog, oops, sorry, whacked my mic, I had a passion there. Uh, but the problem with that blog for me was that I wasn't trying to be me. I was trying to replicate a fashion blog back there like I was just it wasn't me at all I wasn't writing like me the fashion wasn't me the photos the blog the style none of it was me and it was shite no one watched it and I got slagged and that was it you got slagged yeah I remember one of our friends who remember oh, name yeah. yeah it's all coming back I linked to tumblr and then what did he say he said something stupid like he slagged you on facebook yeah and I was so upset yeah no fuck that yeah fuck that oh um, have you had a failed one uh well I definitely I, I remember I started a few blogs I started writing a book. I still have loads of oh it. Oh my God, yeah. Yeah. I, in my Google Docs, I have, oh, I've loads and loads of pages. I have probably about a hundred different docs of like little personal essays, like that are half written and stuff. Um, I wanted to do a book of personal essays just about different times in my life throughout childhood and teens and everything. Mm. And I wanted to just like self-publish it. Yeah. Um, but I just kind of stopped. It's not a fail though, is it? It's not a fail, but I think I realized as I got older, like I do love writing and like I worked as a journalist and stuff, but I, fi- I found myself sitting down to write because I felt like I had to. It felt like a chore. Yeah. Um. Whereas this doesn't feel like a chore. I think I'm more of a, like I'm quite articulate in writing, but I think I'm more of a talker. I get you. Do you I, know yeah, what I mean? you're, you're a very good writer, but yeah, I know, I know what you mean. That's well, that's just it's like what we were saying earlier. That's what that has evolved into. But see, I wanted just to say I was a writer. Yeah, and you, you, what you said, you were writing a book, so you felt like I have to write. I, I have to yeah. write this book now. I wasn't doing it for the love of it, so I wouldn't call that failed. Like I think you learn. I, I had a few blogs <laughs> that like I'd start and do two posts and then delete. And, yeah. Um. Yeah, but nothing, nothing really big. But yeah, I mean, 
would they would I call them failures? Like what is success really? Yeah. I like I had a YouTube channel that some of you may know because I know some listeners watch it. Um, it was like a fashiony YouTubey thing. Oh, like I'm even cringing at it. When now. did you stop doing it? I okay, so I was actually figuring this out because I was at a fucking party the other night and they started playing one of my videos on the screen oh my god now I completely walked into that one they were talking about I was like yeah I had a YouTube channel and then it was like you know it was cringe. yeah it was cringe and my voice was so high pitched I was talking about ways to wear Birkenstocks and I was like oh that's your famous one 81,000 views Matt. And I and I was like, hi guys. So I'm just um gonna tell you all how to wear Birkenstocks. Like you can, wear, and I have a weird voice. My mannerisms are weird. I honestly think like how I've obviously grown up, but I also think I was like put a different version of me on it. Yeah. But um, I did that for a good few years. I stopped it probably over two years ago. More. Yeah. It was successful though. I think probably no. Sorry, but three or four years ago, it, well, well, I like yeah, seven thousand people subscribed to it. Some videos did well, some didn't. Like successful in what? Like in that I like had yeah, you know a couple thousand views or like. But the thing is, I remember like not being into it at all. Like I was done with it for like the final year of it. I started to hate YouTube. It wasn't part of my life anymore in that way I felt it wasn't me it wasn't me at all I was like this whole thing is making me feel gross but I didn't stop it for I went on for way longer because like I can't just stop did you ever do like a goodbye video no no you just stopped doing it did I do a goodbye I think I said I'm going over to Snapchat instead which I didn't <laughs> keep up with I didn't even do any like face like face talking to Snapchat but it's gas remember like there's, there's like vlogs of me and Jane on holidays and all like it's so oh God, funny yeah do you know what I think those ones are still they stand out I think they're still funny they weren't what's funny is that they weren't like I don't think they got a lot of views no the vlog ones when it was just random didn't but they were gas yeah but like, go watch go back watch the wedding one the marriage one or there's one where I got lost at Notre Dame Notre Dame yeah YB. and the one in the fucking with France Chateau yeah, I'm in a couple of them. We're yeah. in France a lot, weren't we? <laughs> we were. But go, yeah, well, go watch if you want, but like, yeah. But yeah, that was one that was like, and how I, I started on that was just like, I was like, I was kind of thinking I wanted to do something. I literally was, this is gas, right? I was thinking about doing it. I had the camera, I had the tripod and all, but I was like, oh God. I was getting ready to go to like my cousin's wedding or something, right? I was like, I had my makeup on, my tan done, everything. I was like in a rush. I was meant to be going. I was meant to be collected every time. I just did it right then and there. I did my first video. I sat down. What was your first video? Um, I can't remember. I was like t- talking my clothes I'd bought. So I was like, I'm just going to do it. Just going to do it. Just did it. Didn't think about it. Put it up. That was it. Bye bye. Done. Like and I just. Then how did followers start to grow then? Like what happened? Um, I think you had to like, oh God, it was so difficult. I think you had to like do make a video and then I think you had to like comment on other people's videos to be oh, like. Yeah, yeah, that whole strategy. Yeah. And not even like check out my video. Just like talk to people all the time. Yeah. But I don't know. Like I think YouTube back then, like it was quite easy for people to find you as well. Like now all YouTube cares about is drama videos and huge YouTubers. Like that's why YouTube, like my video started to like cut views completely in the last few years as well which is disheartening which probably also influenced me stopping but um yeah I just did I was like I'm in a rush I'm just gonna make this video it's gas it's still there you can see the first ever video and why did you want to do it I have no idea I can't remember I think I always just I always just wanted to do something else like that was now I thought my YouTube channel would be a good way for me to get into digital marketing like because I was because uh. I was looking for I was work I was doing like a digital marketing course and I just thought it's good. To, I knew it would be good to have like, you know, everyone says have a blog, have a website. And I just, I wasn't interested in the blog thing. So that's why I did that. That's a nice way. And it, yeah. did, it did help when I was interviewing. I was like, well, I have this YouTube channel with a couple of thousand subscribers. And yeah. Yeah. It's funny how that can kind of open the door to things. Like I was just saying, well, a couple of weeks ago, I was approached by, I was approached to do an ORTU project. Oh yeah. Off the back of the podcast. Yeah. And being on first date. So it's funny how, it's funny how like 
your passion project could lead to something else like you just don't know where it's gonna go yeah and like the thing is when i stopped youtube i was like oh god and i had a few years to do nothing but definitely felt the urge to do something else then that's why we talk about this podcast yeah but why do we feel the urge to do something i don't know jane why is you it because i love think... the sound of my fucking voice no no but yeah okay well like very specific to ours i think a big thing for me about why i love doing this is because it gives you a chance to feel heard yeah and and everyone wants to feel heard. Yeah. You know? I'm, I'll put my hands up and say that. Which is nice. It's lovely to have like a little platform. Um, and then to relate to other people. It's fucking amazing. Cause that's all anyone wants is to be heard and to be able to relate to, to people. Like, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's just a way of expressing yourself. Yeah, and whatever whatever you're doing, like it doesn't matter. If, it doesn't matter if it's a creative project or if it's fundraising or charity work or volunteering yeah. or whatever. If you're fucking knitting jumpers or whatever. It's a, it's a way of expression and it's... Um, yeah, you need something like that in your life. I think like when I was, people would be commenting on the videos and a lot of them are saying that like, you know, there's a lot of English YouTubers back. And anyway, people are saying like, oh, it's great to see like a relatable kind of normal Irish girl doing this. And I did really value that as like, okay. And, and I definitely think that's a bit of that we brought into this. is just being like relatable. It's what people all say to us that we are. Yeah, but it's not like we're trying to do that. We're just being ourselves. I think that's just who we are. But... Yeah, that would have been... I don't know if that's a failure, but yeah, that's another thing. But the tip there was just to literally close your eyes and do it. Like, just do it. Close your eyes and do it. Like, but, yeah. Okay, but okay, on a but very planet. practical yeah. level, yeah. right? So we did get a few messages that... Um, so as I said, we asked people, like, do they have any passion projects that had, had failed or took off or whatever? And uh, someone said... I started making cards and prints with silly pe- pictures on them and people started buying them. I've now too many commission requests to keep up <laughs> with, uh, but I'm too much of a scaredy cat to give up my day job yet. That's yeah. lovely. Yeah. How nice is that? It's so validating. Even if you just get one person that wants your silly card. Like, there are so many people who are in that position. Like, well, like it's obviously a great position to be in, but they're like, they have the day job and the passion project starts to go really well. And then you have to try and figure out, will I take the risk? Will I do it? Yeah. Um, that must be so scary. That must be so We're nowhere near that. <laughs> We're not there yet, lads. We're not there yet, Thanks lads. very much. We have made 90 euro for, uh, in the last three months. <laughs> Wee-hey. But like, geez, imagine we were going out like full-time doing this. You'd be fucking shitting yourself. Shitting yourself. Really shit. Oh, I think there'd be an amazing like liberation in it. Yeah. Um, I told you that I've started a mini company. Oh, yeah. I forgot. I didn't no, know. No, you didn't tell me you started it. Well, yeah. You told me like you're in the process of like researching. I know, like we proper like we're doing a business plan at the moment, and oh yeah, I knew that. I knew that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, you haven't like launched the company. Oh no, no, we haven't launched okay. it yet. No, no, yeah. no. We need to get insured first. So obviously not allowed to say what kind of thing it is. No, no, I'm not going to say what it is. But it's 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 something that could be viable. And even if it's not, I'm so open just to seeing where it goes. Just it's not even so much about what it is, even though it's such cool. I, I think it's a really cool thing to work on. Yeah. It's more that it's like, okay, I'm doing something outside that that could potentially financially support me yeah. down the line or evolve into something that could. And just the act of doing that is so liberating. You know what? It's independence as well. When it comes to a passion project that that is self-sustaining, it's it's really liberating. When, how would you feel, like, would the goal be for that to be your, like, job or is it is it something they just want to explore? Uh, I mean a bit of both like yeah. I would love to just get the experience in okay well how do you actually set up a company like it could mean it yeah. could just be dipping my foot into entrepreneurship mm. and seeing I think you've goes. always shown that you've always kind of wanted to like 
have your own thing. Yeah, yeah. I haven't had much. A lot of people say that. I'm like, you, bro, she, she went to own your own company. I actually don't at all. That's fair enough. Maybe because I've seen Dave do it and like it's hard. But like, I definitely think you have that entrepreneurial flair. Well, like this in particular, like, I, like I'd love if it took off, but I'm just really excited about like exploring it and like putting the work in and just like, I find it really interesting to do, go through this process. Though, to have something like that, that you're just like, like the podcast is, or as well like but it's just something that you're like oh I'm doing this thing it's really cool yeah it's like really a fun. thing a thing aside from my day job but like I'm doing it with my friend and we're literally just like really excited about it, just like bouncing ideas off each other and like completely just like not having a clue what we're doing but learning it's kind of like you remember when you're younger and you play like a stupid game and you'd be pretending to like I don't know I can't even think of an example now but set up something and it'd be real buzzing you'd be like okay now we're gonna set up this thing and then yeah, it's, it's yeah. like that but you're an adult in real life exactly it's guess where do you find the time that's exactly it. Well, let me just read out this okay, question because it's very relevant. Um, someone said, yes, I work in TV on the production and coordinating side. I really want to write and direct, but finding time to be creative with a full-time job and diabetes and chronic fatigue. Ooh. Oh, that sucks. Shit. Means I'm wrecked by the end of the day. How do people fit it all in? I guess I could give up my social life. That is one of the biggest things in my life that I'm like, how do I fit it all in? I feel like I've got loads of time if I'm perfectly honest. Really? Yeah, I feel like I'm quite busy in like in terms of social life and stuff, but I think a big thing for me, like I don't have much of a commute, right? I know that sounds really like... No, that's big. <laughs> obvious, but like I, my walk is 25 minutes from my... My home is 25 minutes from my work. My gym is right beside my home. You know, I just find that I do have four evenings a week to do stuff. It's like this podcast. Yeah, okay. Like that's I but I feel like when I was living like in Bray and I was commuting from town I feel like my energy was gone. Okay, yeah, that's completely different. But I, this is yeah. very I'm talking very practical levels. Like that's how I genuinely have time. I think because I don't have a big long commute every day, I genuinely find that I'm home by seven. Everything's great, you know. I physically have time. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I don't know. I find it quite hard. Like we do find time, but like, so if you work nine to five, which doesn't exist anymore, I was in qu- quarter past eight to half five this week yeah today it's like okay there's that but then let's say you have to go to the gym or there's social commitments you have to meet someone somewhere there's something you have to go to like i go to therapy as well yeah and you're gonna have to go to Leary for that and i have to go, go to yeah it's one that. evening gone um all that stuff i find it quite difficult to i my head gets very full of stuff i do agree with you there what i i kind of meant like so i yeah, know my I head n- gets full yeah of i know i phys- like i know that i from like from monday to thursday i will probably have every evening like most of the time free to do whatever now whether i do it then or i physically can is different like i do totally agree with you that my head could be jam-packed exactly yeah yeah i totally agree with that yeah yeah it's tough um but like this podcast i think the only reason that we can pull it together every week or whatever is because we live like three minute walk from each other 100 yeah. percent. and also because not that it doesn't require effort but we are as you said before just chatting so it's quite natural for us now not that it's like tiring like once this episode's over we'll have been talking for literally two hours yeah but it's enjoyable because again it comes back to like it has to be something you enjoy it has to be something that you is authentic to you or else it won't last and it'll feel like a major chore as well exactly yeah the only thing i will say is a little bit of a chore is editing the podcast jane edits the podcast no <laughs> do you know what it's a, it's completely grand but for yeah. instance like we're going away for rose birthday we didn't even talk about that rose turning 30 did we talk about that no we talked about it on shy talk yeah we talked about it on shy talk rose <laughs> missing out 30. guys yeah i'm trying to tell you next week and lads we're, we're us and all the gals and some boys are going to <laughs> Claire for the weekend yeah and I was thinking well I'm busy tomorrow with family stuff yeah then we're gone on Friday not back till Sunday and then I'm like 
How yeah. am I going to find time to edit the podcast? Yeah. To get it out early for all the patrons. I'll probably have to stay up late tonight doing it. So it's, it's it, like these things, they add up. Like yeah, they, they, they add up and then doing loads. Of, like, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But like, it's so worth it though. The thing is like, you'll find time if you really want to do it. And the things that you find are a chore and that you don't want to do. And I mean, to an extent, sometimes, sometimes neither of us are in the mood to do the podcast, but it's like, well, let's just do yeah. it. And then once we're in it, we're having a great time. Yeah. Um, but yeah, if something is a consistent chore, then it's probably not your passion project. Don't feel like you have to stick to it, evolve yeah. it. Like, yeah. And also relax sometimes. Like you might think like, oh no, but I had time on Monday that I could have done it. Yeah, but it's also your only chance that week to actually sit down and just like watch telly or veg out or do nothing. Yeah. That's like, grand too. Yeah. Like last night I was like, oh, I really wanted to brainstorm uh, ideas for the podcast, like get guest ideas. And then I just was like, oh, I didn't, I forgot. Full and head. I was like, full head. And I also just don't want to sound like I was like I have loads of time I'm everything's fine I just meant that I feel like I'm in a slightly more better position than others because I don't have a major commute but yeah, fair. do I do productive things every single day of the week fuck no the podcast is pretty much the only additional thing I do apart from work like you know yeah. so yeah but that girl also has health issues to be battling with as well like yeah. she's obviously said she has chronic fatigue which I can't even imagine how to do with that as well but if it's something you're really, really passionate about, I do think that you do find the time naturally. You do f- naturally find the time. Yeah. yeah um, you and you're excited by it. I also think like it's, re- it's there, there is, it's also difficult for people who don't know what their passion th- passion is. Like that's hard. Like we, not that we fell into this, but we kind of were just like, what did we do? It kind of came up very naturally for us. We weren't like. I didn't know this was my passion until yeah. we started doing it. Just started doing it. Like I think. And so- also, just also, sorry to keep yeah. interrupting, no, but also it. like it's not my only passion. It's not our only passion. No. You know, yeah. Like, um, but I remember like I was kind of jealous before like like when I was younger of like people who are really passionate about things like you know people are really passionate about music or like singing or like dance um, or whatever it was or art and I always just felt jealous because I was like I just don't have that passion about something and I feel like I'm boring because of that like and I you know I that, yeah. and I was just always, and I just felt a bit like well I don't have that I'm not a fucking painter I'm not obsessed with painting and I'll try things and I liked it but I found things hard to keep up um and I still don't have like like what would we call this podcast or absolute passion in life like no. I absolutely love doing it but yeah I would say though I think it's funny because um like you call these things passions like you know I I totally get what you mean like I always thought like oh well you know I'm 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 like average at loads of things yeah yeah like I can do loads of things half well or I'm not obsessed with anything one thing yeah I'm like yeah like well actually I get obsessed with loads of things but I'm not like exceptionally talented in any one thing I'm not even talking about talented I just mean I don't even mean like if you're really good at something I just mean like really 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 into something I get passionate about loads of things I don't think I'm like really ridiculously into anything in particular. Are you jealous? Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I completely get that. I'm passionate about loads of different things. I'm not like, you know, some people who are just like, oh, you know, I just knew my vocation was to be a writer, you know, like, yeah, no, you know, I was born to be a writer. Like, I, yeah, no, I never had that. I, I love so many things. I'm but obsessed with Airbnb. Does that count? That's, well, there you go. I'm planning you can trips. turn fucking anything into there creative. There you go. That's what I'm saying. But like, yeah, I do think that I do also just feel for like, People would look at us and be like, oh, they've they got this podcast. That's great. Look, I'm doing something else, whatever. But also know that like, I was always like, oh, I'm not, you know, like 
what am I what am I passionate about am I just like run of the mill like things but don't love anything you know I did feel like that for a while but now I just realise it doesn't really matter <laughs> no just enjoying life like that's it I'm just don't think I'm that uh, obsessed about get obsessed about anything really I'm boring I'll shite do you have any any, go, any other good messages uh, I'll check now hold on bear with me two ticks now two ticks now Um, someone just wrote yes <laughs> what was the question uh, do you have a side hustle or a passion project yes 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 uh, oh here's a long one not my side hustle but my boyfriend strange I, I didn't <laughs> my boyfriend this. is my passion project did you read this no not yet it says it was read oh uh oh uh oh! See that now I get the panic. Oh, sorry, no, I know. This is the girl who said finders keepers at the end. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. I was meant. To, I was gonna. Read, yeah, I was gonna read it, but I just read the finders keepers thing. Not my side also, but my boyfriend. We both work in an industry teaching English abroad, where we'll never earn tons of money, but we love it. He wanted to up his income, and he's always been interested in computers. He did an online course from Udemy. 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 Uh, in programming, and from that, fa- and from that, found out he was interested. In, he was. It, oh, okay. It's about her boyfriend's passion project, not the passion project is her boyfriend. Ah. Um. Imagine you're like my passion project actually is my boyfriend. I am just dedicating all my resources to him. Yeah. Uh, he found that he was interested in and enjoyed web design. He started exploring it more, made a website for his mum's business, and started trying to get business out of it. He's now got a second job doing websites for one company, and also just got his first one off his first one-off website from for another guy it's definitely been a process from starting the course changing focus and getting an actual client 18 months in total but it's so cool seeing how the work he's putting in is paying off and also giving him a new kind of satisfaction it's not all sunshine and rainbows he sometimes works at weekends or comes home from his day job and has to put put in more hours but it's great to see that something like that can work out that's actually similar like to like what we do I, like we both changed our careers like we were both working Jane was in journalism yeah I was in like TV production yeah but I didn't get into marketing because I loved it <laughs> well no, do you know no. what actually actually I will say when I was a kid when I was like a teenager I used to like make websites and set up like for instance I'm gonna name drop here I set up Wyvern Lingo's first MySpace account oh in like uh, 2006 you've always Jane has always been tech savvy yeah and like setting up blogs and websites yeah she's and tech like savvy that. Um, so yeah I Digital guess, native you might say Digital native So yeah I guess so But I never thought like I mean it's nice that I get to do this For a living But um, it's not like my passion I remember when I was doing My dissertation in college And I was like What will I do my dissertation on And one of my lecturers Someone said Well like just make sure you do it On something you're interested in Because you're going to write Whatever 15,000 words Or whatever 12,000 words And you have to research it Whatever And I was like what could I make interested in? So I ended up doing my dissertation on the art of voyeurism in reality TV. Nerd. Because I, not nerd, I was like, it was all about the Kardashians and it was all about reality TV because I was like, what did I like? I love trash reality TV and I turned it into a, a dissertation. Got a first, may I add? I'd say because it was different. It was different, but it was all around like, I was talking about Hitchcock and all sorts of mad shit um, and like, yeah, Freud, the, the art of being seen, all this crack, I remember, I wouldn't remember half it now, but it was just me trying to turn that into something else and then after when I was in TV, or turning something I genuinely liked into like, um, yeah, whatever, my dissertation, but after, when I was working in TV, I remember being like, 
someone else being like what do you want to do like what do you want to do like what do you like and I was like I'm pretty interested in social media like I'm doing this I was helping Dave with Facebook for one of his club nights he used to run oh, yeah. war yeah. and that's how I got into it it was if anyone remembers war back in the day in Spy when you'd go on holidays and I'd do it yeah you. you did it yeah. that's gas yeah um, and we'd be doing I'd be doing the Facebook for that and that was just a necessity he was like will you help me with the Facebook I'll pay you and I was like great um, and I was really interested in it and I was like can I make this into a career and then I did the digital marketing course went freelance and here I am so I wouldn't say yet social media is my passion project but it certainly started out as like I was really interested in yeah, it exactly. turning into a job yeah um, oh I had another thought there and it's gone from my head will I just read the end of this message yeah uh, she also said also Finders Keepers Bray is a very inspiring business that started out as a side hustle check out their Insta for more maybe you could even get her on the podcast we both know and love Finders Keepers I bought yeah. a really fucking cool jumper there and I send my mad on there all the time to pick me up stuff because my mom lives in Bray, obviously, and I see her the <coughs> stuff to post on Instagram, and I get my mom to go down and get it for me. Cute. <laughs> I don't make. I, I pay for it, obviously. Yeah, support Finders Keepers because she's really great. Yeah, it's a great shop. Um, I'm really interesting to talk to her. She's talked a lot about being self-employed and like how it's so difficult it is, but yeah. like she doesn't mind. Like I think in one of her Instagram stories recently, she was saying how she hasn't like made. She's not making an income. Like she's just yeah. putting the money back into the shop, but she loves it. I was like, that's amazing yeah can I also have a thought I had a thought came back to me um before I started doing the podcast I did definitely I was looking elsewhere for fulfillment and we've spoken we have an episode on fulfillment I think it was the last live the live show we did yeah yeah and I was definitely looking at materialistic things to to that to I definitely was buying more thinking more about future things that didn't really matter just getting obsessed over things and I definitely have noticed like the last year like I that has changed quite a bit for me. Like I feel a lot more just fulfilled and content in my life. That's lovely. And I don't, it's only now that we're talking about it that I can probably find the correlation between the two. Interesting. Because I was just like... I You're and trying to find yourself worth from elsewhere. Yeah, like Dave commented a while ago being like, you don't buy like half the amount of shit you used to buy, like as an example. Like with like, you know, I used to buy just crap on ASOS when I came home in the evenings and just like... Buying, yeah, buying shit, buying stuff, but then also not even just buying stuff, like focusing on, like, you know, I wonder when I'll have, I'll have a house and, I, you know, that kind of stuff. And I did find that I was kind of just getting into this very materialistic and focusing on materialistic things. Yeah. And I genuinely think in the last year, that's, I'd say, decreased 50%. That's lovely. And it's probably because I'm just like fucking happy I'm doing something. You're just happy out. Yeah. Well, the thing is as well, what's so nice about this podcast is that it's very rare that we have an opportunity to just literally sit down and like have the crack and everything. But kind of talk about our feelings. Yeah. How often, like, like, do you sit down, like, with one of your mates and just, like, let's have an in-depth discussion about something that's bothering us? I know, and like to set nah, things, and then you think about things. It's like a therapy session because, like, even talking about all the our failures and stuff when it comes to projects and how we've come to this, I'm like, like, I'm reflecting on a I'm lot of things. Reflecting yeah. the shit out of myself right yeah. now. <laughs> Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. We leave Lovely. it there. I think we should leave it there. Yeah. It's getting late. Ten it's o'clock. Late. Yeah. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, guys. I Another hope that round. made sense. Um, I think it did. I liked that one. I, I, I really enjoyed that one. I'm I saying. enjoyed that as well. Yeah. Um, please come to our live show. Come to our live show once again, June 19th, Gertrude on Pierce Street. It's a Wednesday. Come and get some dinner. Wine on tap. Wine on tap, bitches. Also, it's like, event, speaking about passion projects and being like scared about launching things like Okay, me and Jane are quite comfortable on the podcast now, but like every time we do a live show, we're terrified. The panic. Because we're like, no one's going to come, no one's going to buy tickets. So 
Um, support a passion project guys put us out of our misery and please buy tickets uh, that's a fear that like every time we do it I'm like why are we doing this Jane like sh- you should yeah. see our text messages I, put- I have to like calm Ro down but then at vice versa Jane will be calm me down one day and, I, and she's like Ro it's just gone live we haven't announced it on the podcast yet calm down and then a few days later she'll be like only this man's old and I'm like Jane it's all like it's it, you've had your freak out moments Oh, I've definitely had my freak out moments. Yeah. But do you know what? Like, I always think like, oh, there's only like, like for instance, oh, only 40 have sold. And then I'm like, wait a minute, 40 individual people have yeah. paid money to come. Yeah. See, like, that is so incredible. Really just have to like, yeah, sit with it, with that feeling. Anyway, let, <laughs> that's, that's another rabbit hole. Um, But yeah, come along to our live show. It's June 19th, Gertrude on Pierce Street. Uh, wine on tap. <laughs> Yeah, how many times have you said wine, wine on tap? Wine on tap. That's all we'll say. Uh, it's on Eventbrite, and uh, I think I'll put the link in our bio on on Instagram. On this okay, yeah. cool. and also become a patron. Yeah, five fifty a month, please. Five fifty a month, and if you can't do any of those things, just leave us a review, send us a message, share the podcast. Oh with yeah, we we've, we've plummeted down the iTunes charts. So we're not even there anymore. Ah, fuck the iTunes ah, fuck, charts. I don't, I don't even shit. know what it means. I don't give a shit about the iTunes charts, but like, it's nice to leave a review. But really, um, I don't, I don't really care about the re- well. We do care about the reviews for the iTunes thing, but really, it's just sharing it in your friends' WhatsApp groups and sharing it on your Instagram story so your friends see it, um, or tagging your friends in our posts or sending whatever it is. Like that is so important because that's the only reason we have listeners, and you know yeah. that's it. It's you guys grassroots because we can't. There's we can't physically put we can't put this in people. We can't put an ad out that gets this podcast into people's ears. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's not like other things that you can like put an ad out for it. We can't. It's like this is pure organic, guys. Okay. Are you done there? I'm done. Yeah. Okay. Thanks very much. Thanks, guys. And until next time. Enjoy the music. Bye. Bye.